people who don't, don't want you to achieve it, they will I'll tend to mock at you. Because they, they, they themselves, they, they, they don't have big dreams. So I feel they want to kind of stood you to their level. They want, to, they want you to forget about dreams so that you guys in the same mindset. No? So I feel that, that culture has to go away. People have to be backing each other. Today's guest is one of the few professional MMA fighters we have right here in Singapore. Uh, he is a Muay Thai champion and he's one of the top lightweight uh, contenders for uh, one championship. Ladies and gentlemen, Amir Khan. Amir, yep. thanks for coming. Okay, uh, e easy, easy, yeah. easy peasy. Mm -hmm. uh, let's start from uh, how, how you got into this whole thing, right? Like how I got into martial arts. Yeah, how you arts. got into martial arts. Okay, so I would, I mean, growing up as a child, I was a really skinny, scrawny little kid. I mean, I was not the most confident kid. Hmm. And I kind of wanted to find that confidence somewhere. So one day, I kind of Google search martial arts. Mm -hmm. Okay, before, how do I know about martial oh, arts? When so, you're young or Google, that means you're yeah, very yeah, young. Quite young. <laughs> okay. So in particular, I, wa I was watching Contender Asia. I don't know Contender if you know. Asia? Oh, yeah, yeah, Contender yeah, Asia. So I was watching AXN TV. or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And so my, all my secondary school friends were like, oh, I want to be like ZigZag, the Singapore fighter. I want to be like oh. this other fighter, like Zidoff or John Wimpa. So we were just kind of playing and in our own imagination. Mm. So I kind of get intrigued by the sport. So yeah, I was curious about it. So I Google search, okay, Muay Thai gym. And then Contender Asia was Muay Thai, right? Was not Muay Thai, just right? Muay Thai. So I started my journey in Muay Thai. Okay. So yeah, I stumbled across the gym and I fell in love ever since. Yeah. So you started, how old were you when you started? I started at 14. So early, uh, end of sec 1, yeah. End of sec 1 you started? Yes. Uh, so. Getting interested and then getting to a gym. Yeah, so it's like a, like a local yeah, Singapore gym. Yeah, it's like a local, local Singapore gym. Mm. And then, initially I went out. I wasn't trying to compete. I wasn't trying to be a professional fighter or anything. Mm. I, I just wanted to try try it because I'm just curious about it. So, but ever since I did my first session, I don't know. I just I felt so good. I never uh, I never have this feeling anywhere else in like in my life so far. So mm. I felt the content I had after a good training session. Mm. I felt kind of peace at myself. I felt more confident after I trained. Okay. So I knew I just gotta keep. Keep holding to that feeling, so I just day in day out, I just keep how, going, how going you, back to the gym. How was your like um, school? How's your family background? How's your school like? Were you like academically okay, great okay. or like, no? A academically, student? yeah. I mean, I was like mediocre. I mean, okay. I was in my mind as long as I get fifty, I'm good. You know, I was not. I was not striving to get A's. Mm. It's not that I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm not smart. I'm just at that point of time, I was. I didn't thought ed education was important. I not say important, but I wasn't passionate about learning. Yeah. And I live life uh, with like the keep a uh, few principles, and one of, one of those principles is when I do something, I would like to do something passion. So I don't know. And you had, and you knew that when you were fourteen, uh? And you knew no, that I knew that like studying is not my passion, so I was not gonna put hundred percent into it. So wow, do you tell that to your parents? <laughs> but, like, but I tried selling that to my parents. <laughs> didn't work out too well. So. My dad, well, uh, thankfully, my dad is, uh, he always believed in following his passion. He's the one, oh, wow. teach, he taught me that, he taught me that you have to do things that you love. Wow. My mom obviously, you know, was more a bit uh, stringent and strict and mm. she wants me to follow the academic route. Mm. But uh, luckily, I mean, my parents uh, kind of like had a discussion and kind of decided 
to uh, let me pursue what I wanted to pursue. So I mean, I was going to school, but I was putting more effort in Muay Thai. To be honest, I was, so you were. I was putting more effort. Maybe my, my, I know. I remember going back to school with my secondary school teacher because I was sleeping in class, and then he say, "Why are you sleeping in class?" And I said, "Oh, I had training. I need to rest for training." I was telling the teacher. And you say, oh, you do like this in ten years, you're gonna be like selling like kacang puteh or the street. Was that what the teacher was saying? Yeah, but then I also like, you kind of. Were you worried? No, it was like I took that as like a motivation, no? it's like a challenge, you know. I was like in my mind, okay, when I one day when I succeed, usually I did not did not know how I gonna succeed this sport, but I know it's something special. So one day, one day when I achieve something, I will go <laughs> go down there and like. And I wanted to like kind of show him, but now when I think about it, I will not do it because it maybe if wouldn't for his words, I would wouldn't have motivated. Okay, so it blended those like w- yeah. those words that they say yeah, actually kinda, had the opposite effect. Yeah, right? opposite effect kind of motivates me to okay. put more effort into like, yeah. my my sport Muay Thai. Yeah, your your education is a very typical Singaporean. Singaporean, I was in Changkat Changi Secondary School, ah, like okay. a, a local school, and. Yeah, I think I was I was sec one to sec four, sec four the end levels. I was in normal academic. Okay. And I went to sec five. And but un- unfortunately, I did not finish sec five. Mm. So halfway through sec five, I realized O levels was not for me. Okay. <laughs> I was like, because I was studying, and I was like, I like I said, I have, I didn't have passion for the subjects mm. that I'm learning, and I I felt at a point of time it was not just applicable applicable to my life, mm. and I was really competing in Muay Thai. Having tor- uh, competition, I was wow. flying to Thailand and fighting like uh, wow, professionally. Like 16, 17. Yeah, I was, so I was juggling school and uh, training in Thailand and training wow. in Singapore. So I was more drawn to that. I was more focused, you know, in uh, in my Muay Thai career. Mm. But still, I didn't know whether I can make a career, make a living out of it. But I just know I enjoyed it yeah, and enjoyed I'm it just going to keep on doing it. Mm. And so I got a... One day, I just got an opportunity to go to US. Through like a mutual mutual friend. Okay. So uh, uh, through through that he had a gym in US, so in Shreveport, Louisiana. So I kind of my heart. I always listen to my heart. So my heart kind of tells me to okay. Why don't you just why don't you just try to go to US and maybe learn Western martial art? And of course I was just curious. I'm always a curious kind of boy growing up. Right. So uh, learn Western martial art and see how that will impact in you. You were about 17, 18 at the time. Yeah, I was so 17. to put it into context, it's about 8 years, 7, 8 years back? Yeah, 7, 8 years okay. back. That's not like 2012 so, something. Yeah, so there. so one day I just like, when I decided, I, I told my parents, I told my parents that obviously you my mom right? was furious, huh? but thankfully my dad was. He's, I told like, say he's like, I, want, I will say the best that I can, could have because he always l- kind of lets me do what I feel is right. Mm. He let me follow my my heart, my passion. Mm. So I told him about this idea. Then he said, "Okay, I think I think it's good if you really." Okay, he told me to think for another few days. If that's what you really want, we'll send you to US. No wait, but the plan was to fly to US to train there to okay, learn. Okay, there. the plan was okay. <laughs> There's a, lot, a few plans. Okay. My plan was to stay there for a few years, but my parents' plan was to send me for three months. But I have my secondary okay, in okay. my head. I'm so like, you're basically you're pitching you a three I'm, months yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah, if it works out, then you're actually planning to yeah, stay for. But I know in my mind, I'm just gonna. You're not coming back. <laughs> I'm not gonna come for now. Three years. Okay. And also, you know, there's there's an, there's another reason why I wanted to go to US, and it's a more like personal reason. Because growing up, I, I had I I grew up with Tourette syndrome. Mm. I mean, I still have it, but I just learned how to kind of cope with it. Mm. 
And so I was okay, always so for, for for the audience who don't yeah. know like what Tourette is. Like, okay, can, so maybe you can tell us like yeah. personally because that's a that's quite a rare condition. Yeah. Right? So Tourette is basically a neurological disorder. So basically, involuntary ticks all over your body. Like you say, maybe I blink my eye, I twitch mm. my mouth, or like I make any movements that are involuntary and that might look weird to normal people because okay. sometimes we just like kind of flinch out of nowhere, you know. Okay. So. Uh, and growing, from birth, like from uh, since so I okay, uh, since it's like from birth. So, but you only show the symptoms when you're uh, growing up, like four or five years old, and the symptoms gradually increase. And then uh, when I was like, in primary school, secondary school, it was at its peak. So I was like having tough time during school, and because like, people were like kind of picking on me because I was different, right? Mm. So I had like issues with me. Imagine. Yeah, I had the like, issues with me, and. So the reason also when I got opportunity to fly somewhere new, it's also for me to run away from my problems. You know, wow. at a at the age, I mean, it's not obviously it's not the smartest thing to do running away from your problems. I'm I'm sure everyone can oh, relate to it. Some sometimes sometimes we humans we we tend to do that, right? Oh. So in my mind, okay, I want to also learn this learn martial arts. Also, personal reason I want to run away from my problems. So. So yeah, so I go there. I want to have a fresh start and not be labeled okay the boy with Tourette's, you know. Even though it's seventeen, mm-hmm. eighteen, I kind of co- cope with it. But so I it was worse. When, I mean, like when you were at the full full blown of your Tourette's. I feel syndrome, okay. Was it was fourteen like, before I joined Muay Thai. Uh, also, also when I started doing Muay Thai, I learned how to kind of control it. So through martial arts, it helps. It helps because yeah. Tourette's. I wouldn't say it's a cure because there's no cure for it. Mm. But I feel everyone has to find their outlet, source of outlet, how to. Subside yes. this, Tourette's. I feel Tourette's. I mean, because uh, it takes out a lot of energy from you. So basically, the more okay, uh, uh, sorry, not takes out a lot of energy. You need you requires a lot of energy because you're moving constantly throughout the whole day. Oh. So my idea is that I'm going to tire myself as much possible in the gym, so I have not much energy to move. And it kind of works. I mean, for me, I mean, yeah. at least you know. And through martial arts, I learn the ability to focus. That's why I love martial arts because I. Gain a lot of values from it. So, the hmm. uh, the discipline, the focus, uh, the determination, and uh, willingness to never quit. So, all of these values, I, le- I that's what I love about martial arts. Right. So, one of the uh, values I learn is like the values or traits I could say is focus. So, I learn how to focus on controlling my ticks. So, right. in order to control it, you have to really just like. Okay, now I'm sitting down. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing. I'm scanning my whole body, and I'm right. making sure I'm not moving any parts. Like I'm not moving. Oh, you have to weird. basically you have to consciously consciously control. It's controllable. Like, it's every second of your life, you have to basically Whoa. basically be conscious of your movement. But the thing about it, once you do it over time, it becomes a habit. And mm. then once it's a habit, it's, you don't really do it consciously. Mm. So I kind of I use that philosophy, you know, like I will say, okay, if you do certain things, uh. A long period of time becomes a habit, yeah. and a habit means you're unconscious while doing right. it. You're subconsciously, so, consciously doing yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm subconscious. <laughs> that's how I kind of figure out how okay, to yeah, kind cool. of hack my okay. my body. But yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there's it's not a science behind it, but just my own. For I'm my, pretty sure it works for me. Experience, uh, so yeah. maybe I mean in the future, maybe I could help other kids with it, and maybe I'll get a neuroscientist with me, and maybe. Um, Kind of explore this hypothesis, you know. Yeah, but has it like has the syn uh the 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 syndrome actually caused any problems with you when you're fighting? Because if you're, I mean, sometimes it shows out in the in the fight, but it more it doesn't cause me any problem. Okay. 
I probably cause more problems for my opponent because it's a distraction. So, ah, <laughs> so, so I would say it doesn't. Advantage it's probably more an advantage for me than a disadvantage. Oh, That's what I feel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I I broke. Okay. You were talking about um going to the US. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So I went to the US. So mm. yeah, had fresh start and kind of gain a lot of good, new good experience because I was I was living by myself and being Singapore. Singapore, living in Singapore, we are kind of pampered, no? We uh-huh. grow up with mates. Super pampered. Uh, parents do everything for you, mates yeah. do everything for you. So like, to be honest, when I first flight to US, I didn't know how to, even how to do my laundry. I was like, I have to <laughs> even Google the, how to do your laundry. So I was figuring out like basic life stuff, mm. doing my laundry, etc., etc., and also uh, learning from new, uh, new culture. No? Learning mm. a new culture, I feel, is a good experience, you know. Western Asian culture is totally different. They are more like open with their thoughts and open with their words and their mindset. It's a bit different. Yeah. So I feel there's good and bad in every culture. So I, I try to take the good from each culture. Mm. So it just kind of opened my mind. You know? Right. And and yeah, so like training uh, training was good. I had uh, I managed to, I picked up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu over there. I picked up wrestling. And I also started uh, doing MMA there, and I compete in amateur MMA, even amateur kickboxing over there. Mm. So I had a lot of experience in my athletic career and personal development as well. Okay, so if I backtrack a little bit, mm. so this happened when you um, completed N levels. This was after O levels. Yeah, so you didn't do no, too no, well for O levels. No, no, it's not. So halfway oh, O levels. Oh, so I didn't even do O levels. So on your when you were sec five, then halfway through, yeah, you decided that I was, I was that like O levels not okay, for me. So Okay, okay. Well, so that's actually a very big decision mm-hmm. by itself, right? And you went to the US already having... Do you know a gym or like anybody offered anything or it was just like, so it's a, like no, a, I'm going to do this? It's a mutual friend. So like, let's say I, I know a person from Singapore and that person know the gym owner. And yeah. we, they kind of connect me together. So I don't... So basically, I was a stranger going in the US. Right. I never met the person in my life, but... Mm. Kind of took the, it's I, not a sponsorship or anything, right? Not sponsorship. You had to pay, so pay my, for also, everything. Thankfully, food. my parents, you know, wow, they supported parents, me. So. Wow, I mean, that's amazing. I told them, just give me three months, I will figure it out. And then right. three months become six months, and then six months, then I told them, okay, let me pursue my education over there. Because my oh, mom, so my you mom continued was, studying? Yeah, my mom was yeah. happy, so I, I completed, my, I did a high school diploma, so mm. I did my junior and senior year. Mm. So it's equivalent like to like A-level or GCC, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I managed to complete my education over there. But you were studying there because you wanted to. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, there's always agenda. The always agenda. Yeah. The main agenda is to how to train. No, I mean, but from a parents' yeah. perspective, you do see that they were worried. They worry, yeah, I because you know, that. like because my my career is not like a it's not there's no route there's no fixed route in Singapore there's no Singapore like kind of ideals to look at like yeah. okay there's no role he, models. Role models like, MMA is not even yeah, a like, thing. He's then. a mixed martial artist. He's he's making a living out there. So for my parents, they are, I'm sure they're a bit worrying, you know, like how he's going to cope with it. So mm. obviously, you know, I proposed this education idea. Mm. So at least they're more settled. At least if education oh, was come to us. smart, Yeah, <laughs> I had to play around with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, but the main thing, basically, how am I, I always think, how am I, so ca- how can I maximize my training? So yeah, mm. okay, go school training. And also picked up wrestling in school. Through, because through school, they mm. have CCA. So yeah, wrestling is very big in the yeah, US. Yeah, in the US. Right? And, 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 and thankfully, I picked up uh, oh, wrestling wow. over there. And yeah, so I just uh, went on a journey. It's experiencing, you know, I've had a lot of funny experiences. Just like 
So I just uh, one day I'll fight kickboxing, next week I'll do fight wrestling. It was a bit jumbled up. It was there's no route because mm. even in US I was like ch- changing gyms here and there. Okay. Because I was not tied down to anyone. I was yeah. someone new, you know. Yeah. So I was just trying to learn from everyone. Mm. And yeah, always people always ask me, "Are you not scared?" You know, because you're 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 young. I mean, you you don't know anyone. You just uh, train randomly, and mm. sometimes I go into like bad areas, but mm. unknowingly Which going into US bad areas. Sorry, I, I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. Louisiana, and it's it's oh, weird Louisiana, in the countryside. Really, it's, it's a bit in the countryside. It's okay. like it's unknown. Why from Singapore? All yeah, the way why there. Louisiana, so, not like a big city. Why so. Louisiana? Because had a mutual connection okay, over so there. So that was the first. So it's like the stepping point. stepping point. So mm. for me, for me, anything is. I just want to experience new culture so it doesn't really matter which part of US for me how how was the education like in the US education they are more i would say more uh, sports emphasis i would they will okay not say sports emphasis but they will more emphasis on balancing okay between your uh, your education education career and also your kind of like let's say if you're athletic career. if you want to be an athlete they support they back that up too mm. so they give like kind of 50 they give you time to train they give Right. They're quite flexible in there. There is this mindset. Hours. Is there like a okay? I'm assuming like because yeah. in Singapore, even up to today, even though we already have role models, mm. it's still like oh, you, when you hear like a friend's son mm. or daughter is like want to pursue like a, a sports career, okay, yeah. then they'll be like, ooh, yeah, yeah, listen, ah, can or not? You know, do is that that mindset is is it there in the US? Probably not. Uh, no, no, it's not. Yes, Be- I mean because there's a lot of successful athletes comes from US. Mm. That's why I feel that's why the mindset. Is a bit different. Mm. In Singapore, we are we are a new country, and there's not we are more in the edu- education kind of mindset, you know, like mm. academic based academic mindset. based mindset. So I feel over time will change. We just need okay, like people like myself to sh- to prove. That's why I want really want to prove, you know, mm. and then the future generation can look at oh, Amihan did it, so yeah. I can tell my mommy, daddy, I want to be like him. So they won't they will have the opportunity to. Yeah to try uh, try to emu- emulate that yeah. instead of because my way I have to kind of find ways to convince and like yeah. not sure whether it's working that's what pioneers out. do la, right yeah, basically so, to dig best through the wall yeah that's what we gotta do so but I w- want that future generation to get more opportunities so like people support them even more because most mm. people I know they are very talented like a lot of like, fighters I see like starting out very talented but they don't have support not only from, I wouldn't say family, but even their friends, their community, their teachers, mm. they discourage, discourage them. So if everyone, they meet discourage them, more likely they will not keep up the sport. Because mm. they, in their mind, will kind of discourage themselves, you know. Right. You know, when you hang out with negative people, yeah. you become kind of negative. Yeah. So they end up kind of losing hope of that. Sometimes it's worse when it comes from a good place, right? It's like, yeah, even it's like, like, ah, no lah, like, it, ah, you can do it for fun, you can yeah. do it. It's ah, worse if it's your own parents, isn't right. it? Because your parents, but the thing is, the parents want the best out of you. Because exactly. they don't, they, they themselves are not educated that this will be like a legitimate career, you know? Yeah. So, so I feel, yeah, if it comes from parents, you know, what else? I mean, who can kind of argue with that, yeah. right? Right, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's also one of my goals, you know, why I want to be a world champion mm-hmm. is to kind of set a new path for kind of athletes. I mean, there's, mm. there, there is a path to become an athlete yeah. and a mixed martial artist yeah. in Singapore. Yeah. And yeah. we, as Singapore, called small country, but we can compete against the best, you know? Mm. Okay, so let's continue from after, uh, you were in the US for three, three years? Yeah, three years. So three what, years what, what, you finished your school and that's when you had to come back? Or what, yeah, so what's like, your next uh, step then? So I wanted to do like a degree over there initially, mm. but then because I have to, had to serve NS. 
So that uh, kind of pulled me back. And then, by so thankfully, you know, I had the Singapore kind of pulled me back because that's where I. Oh, I haven't served NS. Haven't so you had to come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by then you were already twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen twenty. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. And then that's why I also stumble across across Evolve MMA. Mm. So like I kind of uh, the coach at that time, the head coach at that time kind of invited me over mm. to try out for the fight team because I had, he he was noticing I had I was posting videos I was uh, having amateur su- amateur fights in US and uh, having success mm. over it and they were looking for a local uh, fighter at the mm. time. So yeah, they he decided to invite me to try out for the team and I tried for two weeks and yeah, thankfully I got it and that's when my mm. life kind of change. That's when I ca- I kind of see like, okay, there's a legitimate career. Because it's a professional yeah. um, team, right? Professional as team. There's a professional career. team, professional career and I'm not doing things randomly. It's not mm. like, back then I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to train this Muay Thai and tomorrow I feel like training, just do wrestling. Or like, right. if I don't train, I don't train. No? It's like, I'm putting everything into it but there's no structure. There's no one looking to my progress. Yeah. I was doing basically... There's no like one myself. mentor or like one course that you're yeah. basically going. It's just you are just kind of trial and error. Yeah, exactly. Own, so it's not in like a professional setting. Mm, so okay. when I come involved, yeah, it was a professional setting mm. and I see opportunities through one championship. Mm. Yeah, and it's, uh, the organization just exploded in a couple of years. So yeah, I think just hit 6 million on yeah, Instagram it was, it's, it's or something. Pretty, like, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. like 10 years, 10 years ago, like, martial arts since was yeah. nothing. And not, in Asia, you know, like MMA in Asia. I was like, Singapore is not like the hub of martial arts. Basically, oh, yeah, yeah. so so yeah, so that's where it can change. So like, I get the opportunity to train with different world champions, like Muay Thai world champion, wow, boxing world champions, damn. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling. So like, uh, in those key elements, I can always you know whenever I need to kind of work on certain techniques, I can go to each individual discipline because mm. they have like world champions in, in each individual mm. discipline. So they structure your training for you. So yeah, we have a head coach to oversee everything, and then we work with all the instructors we got mm. and we try to structure based on your your fight style based on what's your strength weaknesses and how to minimize weakness and improvise your strength right yeah so that has been you have been fighting There's, professionally for yeah like almost like five years now five like professionally years. and yeah i've been loving it ever since and and it's funny you know like if you ask me like 10 years down the road mm. like do i believe i could be like a Professional mixed martial arts at the highest level, I will just laugh, you know. I will just think you mean it's when like you a first dream. Yeah, when first started, it's just like kind of like a dream. Like I wanted it, but yeah. yeah, you were telling me the last time we were having coffee, you were telling yeah. me like your first few fight, you're like ah, it's not gonna, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. try like if I lose. Because I, I was lose. just fighting like <laughs> no ten people were watching, and like it was like an open, open like it was a kind of friendly fight, and like right. only ten people watching, and like it's not much, you know. Like I, I was seeing the opportunities how from here can going to make yeah. me fight in front of 20, 30,000 people. Why will people want to see me fight? You know, I'm right. just like a regular guy and stuff. Mm. So like, yeah, so over time, I just, I, but I knew, I just like I said, I had that feeling. I keep on, on the, so, I hold on to the feeling. So I just kept on, on it, kept on it. And eventually it pays off. So when was that turning point where it was like, I, I, I just, just try it or just try until like, hey, you know, like so, I have a shot at this. I'm going to. So when, when I got accepted yeah. to Evolve MMA, I mean, yeah. Same also, I was had like, okay, just try to go. <laughs> <laughs> just try, just try. Right? I was going to NSO, so I was just trying. I mean, I was serious about it. I mm. know, I, for me, I'm a kind of guy, I will give all my all. Yes. And that's what, 
the boss uh, Tradisio Tong, he saw in me, he saw I like I had like that warrior spirit and I had that like, relentless in me and I never give up attitude. So he kind of highlighted that in me and I kind of think to myself, yeah, I had that and if he, like uh, he of all people could think highly of me, why can't I think highly of myself? Mm. That's where I can kind of comparing me with like the elite level and I trying to, then that's where I really try to figure out how can I reach to that level. So five years ago, I was like, uh, I could not compete with like, let's say one championship, like maybe the, maybe the low 10% I could compete with them. But now I compete with the top 10% just in five years, you know. People are doing it 20 years, but in five years, I can yeah. compete with people yeah, in you have 20 been, uh, years. Yeah, you had an 11-win streak, right, when you first mm. when you were first starting out, right? Like, seven wins. Seven yeah. win streak, okay, wow. So, okay. so yeah, so that's, that's, that's how amazing if you like, you kind of put your mind to it, right? Even a short period of time, you, mm. you it's achievable. You just got to put the work, you put the commitment, put the kind of the grit into it. That's what, yeah. Right, so you, like, basically through these years, you elevated from like you said the 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 bottom ten percent to like the top ten percent. Yeah. So so how, yeah. how what what so currently, what where is your mind at? Where's your mind at? Currently, my mind is, yeah. I obviously I still you know I still have a lot uh, holes holes in my games and my current mind is how to minimize all those holes, mm. and how to lately I haven't been performing the best mm. in the cage. Uh, I just want to figure out how to bring my best every time. So it's more like the mental aspect of it, mm. you know, I feel. Because uh, yeah, fighting is a lot psychological. So I've done everything right, but I have not paid attention to to my psychological state. So, but lately, even during the uh, circuit breaker, I've been focusing a lot on that, paying a lot of attention. And to the psychological part yeah, yeah, of the psychological game. Part what, what exactly or, do you mean when you say psychological part of the game? I mean, because <coughs> when, I, when, when, I, when I fight, usually I just, okay, just go and fight, you know, like, Mm. I don't really have like a pre warm up routine. I know professionals should have oh, a pre warm up like routine. Like a psychological Yeah, like the way routine. I compose myself. Right. I don't really do that. I just go based on how I feel. Every fight is different. So I've been like writing down, okay, you know, I'm gonna make a proper fixed pre warm up routine and I kinda do like visualization, centering exercise mm. to calm me down throughout the day. So it becomes like a habit. Mm. And I kinda find a mindset that works for me because I try a lot of mindset like going into fight. Uh, some people like to get hyped up. Some mm. people like to be relaxed. And for me, I found what works the best if I'm just relaxed while having fun. Almost like I'm playing soccer under the void deck. You know, mm. when I was, you know, when you're playing soccer under the void deck, you never get tired with your friends. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, play the whole day. Exactly. So uh. for me, I have to create that mindset every time I fight. So uh. I fig I figured this out recently. Like, okay, every time before I fight, I have to kind of bring that mindset just before the fight then I know I will perform the best because I, I've tried I've tried I like hyping myself up trying to watch a Spartan uh, movies before <laughs> the fight it just doesn't work for me because everyone every personality is yeah, different 100%. so for me yeah I just need I just need to have fun so because like I said you know since young I just need I need uh, why I do things is because I have passion I have passion I have fun in doing things mm -hmm. I love and I've uh, lately I've kind of lost that love during the fight, you know. I took it more of like a job, if you, if you get what I mean, no? I got carried away and took it as a job. So now, I mean, I'm back at almost like a right. kid mindset, you know, like, right. I'm having fun, but this you, is my you job. You gotta play, right? but I gotta play at like the top level. Yeah, my, my, right. my fight is my, it's just Your like, playground. my playground, like basically like, how my kids now, he goes to the indoor playground, had so much fun. Mm. It's, it's exactly what I do, yeah. I having see. fun, that's all. 
Yeah. I also actually I'm quite interested because within these five years you had like a really high streak and then like you had like a like a losing streak. Yeah. So I think like we don't talk, we always look at the winners. Yeah. Um, but, but actually I think like there's so much value and lesson learned. Like you from, learn like, more losing. from losing. Yeah. So what, what was it like when you because you were you were like held up yeah, as like yeah. the golden boy yeah, of Singapore and everything. Yeah. There was so much riding on you. Yeah. And then when you had to deal with um that losing streak that you had. What what was it like, and and how do you how do you get get past that? And the the losing streak just uh, kind of keep me honest with myself, you know. There's there's a reason why 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 it happened, and so I have to how I see it is in my whole like let's say let's say my weekly routine. Hmm. I look at my weekly routine areas that I'm not giving hundred percent to it. Like let's say sometimes I'm sleeping six hours, sometimes I'm sleeping eight hours. So okay, get my sleep right, and then my nutrition. Maybe I'm not so strict on it. So okay, get my nutrition right, and then let's say the mental side of it. So I try basically all the elements. I try to cover each element by its own right. to minimize the uh, minimize my mistakes. You know, mm. in my basically in my you're trying to you trying to improve on all areas. Improve like on all areas. Two percent here, one yeah. percent here, three okay, percent here. I give you analogy as like uh for as like my diet, my sleep, but mm. what I do in in my skills as well, so I kind of break down my skills individually and mm. and see like a jab and a yeah maybe I jab maybe when I throw in a jab I I got a habit of just putting my hands down you know mm. like simple basic stuff you know I kind of break down each individual skill and try to cover each skills progressively and work on that one small thing work yeah, on one, one small thing, thing one small thing yeah one small and that's what uh, kind of circuit breaker uh, allows the opportunity for me to do that because so, yeah, because I don't do. have the like in at home you know we don't really have the equipment don't have the gym yeah. don't have space yeah. so what we can practice a lot is our fundamentals so the basic fundamentals and a lot of shadow boxing so with like shadow boxing and basic fundamentals is boring as as hell but <laughs> but yeah that's why I say I write down and I can narrow down to individual skills let's say for striking if I throw a jab make sure my right hand by my chin. Make sure I'm snapping. Make sure my mechanics are right. Make sure I'm using my hips. I'm not just using arm strength. And make sure I'm efficient in the jab. So in the jab, it's not just throwing the jab. Mm. There's so many things going on. So I kind of break down everything in my mind and right. try to perform the jab as as perfect. It's impossible to be perfect, but near perfect. So how how long do you train during the circuit break? Like on your own, right? Someone I train. I can't... do two hours a day. Okay. I do. I would say I do two hours a day. So basically, one hour I'll be just be stat. Standing and shadow boxing for one hour, wow. and the other hour I do some uh, kind of con- conditioning, yeah. right? Just to make sure, because I see what I also wrote down. Okay, for me, I see the circuit breaker. I, f- I see it as a challenge, you know. Mm. Always see, okay, this this a tough period for everyone, mm. but I w- I I want to come out better. After this, when Singapore reopens, I want to come out better. I don't want to come out the same. I don't want to come out worse. Mm. So I was trying to figure out how can I come out better with the. Facilities I have with, uh, with being the, at a home setting, with only able to do certain stuff. So yeah, so I kind of break down. Okay, I could work on my basics a lot, you know, basic and footwork. So I work on my footwork. I work about my basic structure, mechanics of punches, king strikes, everything, and I also work how to elevate my conditioning. Mm. And also because I'm studying sports science at the time, so it's uh, right now. Are you still studying? Um, yeah, I just recently uh, started studying sports science. Okay. This year. So it's a three-year program. So first year diploma in sports science and two years bachelor. So I'm studying at PSB Academy right now. Okay. So yeah. So so you're studying and then you're fighting professionally and, and you're a new father. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> that 
So you're doing all this like at the same time. Yeah. Like, and you have time. You you find that manageable. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's tough, but okay. It's very manageable. Okay. And like I said, like you know, like I used to be against not against education, but I never drawn to education. Mm. But because I don't know, I just like studying sports science. Yeah, I was like, why not study, be an expert in my field. Mm. So I, I was so I mean when now I'm in school I'm like passionate about it I, I love I love learning you enjoy I love studying learning. I love the academic setting now, mm. now I think I think that's also like an issue I found that this is an issue with our the way we structure our education here is that we like to we don't like to we don't tell the us like the children the people that the students why they are studying we just make them yeah, study yeah. and like they are just supposed to listen to whatever we say and we're supposed to like it yeah like if so, you like they don't mm. understand what how can you use your math your algebra in yeah. real life application because if they don't explain to it in my mind i was like i'm never going to use this what what's the point of learning yeah. but if you kind of tell them how to apply in real life i feel then kids will be more uh, eager to learn yeah, like like your sports science now like, that's what you're saying right yeah, basically so, like because you're already so interested in it that yeah. you are happy to so basically what I do I learn apply learn apply and apply myself so that's like it's like ongoing experiment this is a side experiment for me mm. and so that's also one thing I'm passionate about so yeah I will try to improve my skills and try to improve my my conditioning as well mm. so that's the areas I can work on my athletic career but I also look at personal development how could I be come out better so I'm I started try, trying to read a lot you know force myself to, I mean I I used to read but I don't read consistently throughout uh, every day, day to day. You know, I always have like I read two days in a row, then I like rest two three days. Read two days in a row, rest two three days. So I make a point to read like every day for the last four months, like wow. every single day. So, but I start slow because if you think about it, if you try to read one chapter a day, it's you read the first day, second day, third day, fourth day, you get a bit lazy. Mm. Then the moment you stop reading one chapter, you read like half a chapter, then you feel like you kind of fail on yourself. And then you just uh, stop the habit. Yeah. So I do like small incremental uh, change. So I only start 10 pages a day. Then maybe next day I increase 11. And I also make a point myself, even if I don't hit 11 pages, as long as I read, I'm doing a good job. You know? mm. So I make that kind of mindset. So eventually, I know I just got a habit of reading. Now I just have to read every day. So that's a personal development side of it. Wow, but do you, do you get that? I mean, do you learn that yourself or do you get that idea from I get an idea from, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Right. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why you learn a lot from podcasts. So, it, I mean, I every day I listen to podcasts, so I get an idea. I always say, they say, leaders are readers, you know? Yeah. There's, a, there's always a saying, yeah. so eventually I will want to be a leader. So my, I, I have to get the habit in. I, I feel like, I mean, like for some people, I'm only uh, dyslexic. So for me, okay. I've always also felt like I'm the stupid kid. I'm academically, mm-hmm. I've always been like bad or mediocre at best, and I've always like been tagged like uh, stupid, lazy, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. And I always felt like I'm just, I just don't learn. I'm very bad. I don't like okay. it anyway, so I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Until like the introduction of like podcasts and audiobooks, which is actually just been around for not that yeah. many years, and I realized that like yeah, actually, it's not that I don't like learning. It's just that the medium is wrong. I think this we forget. What, this is what what kind of learner you are. I guess right, yeah. Yeah. everyone some auditory kinesthetic, mm. some visual yeah. learner. So everyone got a like. So in school, that's why we don't we don't we don't get taught. Like everyone is different in learning process. Mm. So I feel teachers should. Make, I'm not sure. I'm not teaching them how to shit, yeah. uh, teach, right? <laughs> but I feel like you know, it's like you have to approach every kid differently. You know, mm. if you ask every kid to read a book, some will read and get the knowledge right away. Some will read 
And like me, I used to, I read one page, next page, I forget what yeah, I just read. Exactly, I'm, I'm completely like, like that. I read the yeah. whole book, I was like, what did I just read? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I think yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I definitely don't, I mean, teachers are teachers, they are professionals at what yeah. they do. But I also do think that a lot of uh, scientific research has come out and mm. then like education, has been so many years where education mm. has also improving in the front. Yeah. To understand that like different, different students have different learning methods and stuff. Yeah. And I do think that that's something that, we need to work with work, work towards in Singapore for sure, so we can open up more careers and more alternative. Because like we can't all be and bankers also, and lawyers, right? Not only like open up more careers, like, yeah, it's one of those things, uh. but also give the child confidence that he's, uh. he's smart. Because like imagine growing up, like I also you know I feel stupid my whole life. You feel stupid. Kind of affects your confidence. Kind of affect your self-esteem. The way when I talk to people, you know, I kind of say, "Am I saying correctly? You know, am I pronouncing the mm. word?" I become like overconscious uh. of my pronunciation. If I say the word wrongly, I f- I immediately feel stupid. Even now, sometimes when I mispronounce a word, I feel immediately like, "Oh, why did I do that? It's so stupid of me." But then, obviously, over time, I just learn how to kind of. It's, it's just normal. It's normal. Psychological scarring yeah, that it sticks a, with it you it for life. Scarring. Yeah, I feel that that aspect also yeah. kind of scarred. Scar- kids, you know, growing up. Yeah, so sure. if they are taught, okay, you're not stupid, you just you learn differently. So they will kind of understand, oh, I'm not, mm. I'm not stupid, I've just learned So it's fair to say like you, when you fight or when you train, that's when you feel very confident and very happy about yourself, like very proud of yourself. Yeah, yeah, when I, when I, yeah, when I learn a new skill, when I train my hardest, you know, because you know, when, when you exercise, the, there's a, uh, some kind of like the feel good hormone release, right? Yeah. And then that's where you kind of feel like you get a when you run, you get a runner's high, you know. It's almost like when you train martial arts, you get a one some sort of high you feel. Yeah, that's why I, I know. Oh, okay, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, I know. A bit, I know a bit. So yeah. that's that's why I always try for each day when I go to training. And without that high, I just think, I don't know. My day is not complete. Not complete. I can't. Wow. I can't sleep good. I can't. You know. Almost like addicted. It's like, for me, it's like good addiction. Mm. So what? What are you? Um, you're twenty five now, and then what's what's the what's the goal for you at this point? So I mean the championship, like like Yeah, yeah, the championship. <laughs> but I feel you know my career. I will see, say ten years. I'll give you give yourself another ten years. Also, not you, ten years to win the championship. Like championship, I will feel like two three years. Two three years. And after that, it's just about okay, holding to my legacy and. Try, I just like you know fighting because I I'm still able to do it you know I love it and try to inspire people and stuff so so my goal okay uh, get a world championship belt and then set the standard for Singapore and okay it's it's done it's possible and it's possible you don't have to go elsewhere to train it's possible to done, do it from here in that's Singapore a, as well that's a huge point right huge because point, yeah. we do have a lot of athletes successful Singapore athletes but. They are. I mean, not to take anything away from yeah. them or anything, which and it's fine. It's just that yeah. like a huge bulk of their training is not done here. Mm-hmm. So like it, it always it, it still brings the question. You know, like uh, I can give you an example like Joseph Schooling, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, so yeah, proud of him. Good, yeah. But like a huge bulk of his training and and how he got to as good as he is was was done in the US. So, yeah, because some people might not have the opportunities to go to US. Exactly. So, so like, so yeah. So like to be. For me, like I do not want to train anywhere else. I want to be able to like stay here, live here, train here, and able to succeed and show okay, it's show the path. Show okay that it can I be train, done right yeah, here train, at home. Train with uh with my gym with Wolf MMA, and if you, I'm not saying follow to one particular follow, uh, do get to the gym where you f- find you can get all the knowledge in. Mm. So, thankfully, just like Evolve have all 
knowledge from all martial artists around the world in one gym. So it just yeah. makes it easier for yeah. us. You know, you don't have to jump one gym to one gym to one gym. Yeah. So yeah, so if I can show that path, okay, there is you can stay in Singapore, live in Singapore, train in Singapore, be a world champion, make a career of it, support your whole family. Mm. Right, so that's the that's the yeah. goal. That's the goal for the the ten years. Ten years, you know. Right. So you give yourself a, a ten year, like so you are planning to retire at thirty five at this point, like retire least. in my martial career, but I yeah. will want like to venture other stuff. I feel like you know, like okay, yeah. after I let's say I win the world title, even mm-hmm. it's all about you know trying to change people's lives, right? Yeah. So for me, I just I'm so passionate that I just want to help people, kind of follow their passion. So maybe like you know, give talks or. If someone like wants, I I want I want to be a mentor to someone. So I I don't know. I have a lot uh, options, right? Mm. I'm also studying sports science, so I will get a degree, maybe do my masters. I don't know. So there's a lot of opportunities for me. So but for me, I just narrow down. Okay, first I have to win the win the world title. Get this done first. Get this done. All the other things will come later. I trust the process, and I know my life will be. I know because I have this feeling. You know, once I reach the world title, my life will be made in the long run. You mm. know? And I feel, but this is a stepping stone which I have to focus on. Right. Like last time, I know me training every day hard, it will be good for my career in the long run. I do not know how, but in I trust the process and I believe it will come. Mm. So, Trusting the process. You can see la. me 10, 10 years and talk about it and say, Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, so you basically, you know your career is going to be in like martial arts, la, right? Yeah, of course, you know, for the rest of my life, it's going to be involved in martial art, in the athletic setting, I feel. Martial or athletic setting, you know. So, will you let your son, um, huh? like, pick up martial arts? He is actually picking it up. He's Already? Really, He's like 18, 16, 13 months or sh- something. Shadow, right shadow boxing in the, at home for right. the last few months. Yeah. So, every time he see me, he's like, hiya, hiya. He's like right. kicking, wow. punching and stuff. But, I don't know whether it's real passion because he mm. just seen me doing it yeah. and he just like, oh papa does it so I want to do it. Mm. I will not. I will never force the sport uh, on him. On him, but if he's passionate about it, I'll be gladly to groom him to be the next world champion. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And wow, he'll do it even quicker. I hundred percent because wow. I gone through all like the mistakes, the failures, how to train, etc. And right. I know if I if I groom him, groom him the right way, give him. All, uh, start him at a young age. He will achieve it by eighteen, seventeen. Wow. So, so yeah. But that's so if champion. he wants. You know, if I don't want to put the pressure on him. Then you can't anyway. See, you know? Yeah, he would, yeah. They won't like it. If he then... wants to be a dancer, break dancer, do it. You know, I would. Obviously, he martial will be in his life because it's a big part of my life. He he will get introduced to it. Yeah. But whether he want to keep up to it is up to him. Would you Would you recommend? Like all children, like everyone should do martial art. I mean, a lot of martial artists will tell yeah. me like, oh, everybody should do martial art. Do you subscribe to that mindset? I don't, I don't subscribe everybody should do. I feel if you're kind of drawn to it, you're curious to it, you should give it a try. I would say, every, okay, not everyone should do. Maybe the right word is everyone should give a try. Because mm. sometimes you do not know whether it, it might look intimidating from... From the fall. Yeah, the first time I went yeah. to a Muay Thai gym, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> to be honest, whoa. first time I went to Muay Thai gym, I heard people like kicking the back, yeah. the echo of the sound, the sweat, yeah. the gr- people grunting. I was like, fuck. I was like, yeah. oh, no, damn. No, you can I- swear, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh, like, damn, like, so scary. Like, yeah. I was like nervous, handshaking. And- but once yeah. you actually train, once you learn, yeah. you know, it's kind of it's it's gentle, you know, in that sense, you know? Gentle. Okay. I don't know if that's the right one. But I do feel that like the more you train, actually the safer you feel. Yeah, the safer you feel. Right? Like, you I mean. feel uh, the, like less injury. And you prone. know, why I mean gentle, I mean, you look at it more like it's mixed martial art for a reason. It's more mm. of an art, no? Mm. 
it is it is it's like a, some sort of pattern that you use to knock people out. There is art, you know. I mean, I do there feel is, that it is an art, expression yeah. of yourself, it's right? An expression like, of yourself. And like everybody say, yeah, does it differently. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So I feel you should give it a try. If you don't like it, if really it's not, if it's really not for you, mm. then but at least you give it a try. Mm. But maybe you can explore new opportunities. Maybe you end up enjoying it. Maybe it could be your new form of fitness. You know, mm. help you get you in shape because it's fun thing. You know, you you cake punch. You don't it's have to do thing. running because a lot of people hate yeah, running. Yeah, like so repetitive mon- mon- yeah, cardio, repetitive, so. monotonous, and you can get the same benefits out of like bad work, doing martial art activity, and you get to meet a lot of people. You know, meet fun people and people with the kind of same because usually when you train martial arts for a long time kind of I feel it unlocks a kind of growth learning mindset mm. you know no matter okay no matter where you come from no matter you reach poor you you could be the CEO you could be the cleaner when you train everyone's equal on the mat yeah. and that you can, culture you is can and you can kind of learn from everyone no? okay so you no matter how smart you think you are when you're on the mat you know you can learn from you from a kid you know basically you keep your mind open so that kind of translate to your Without knowing, it kind of translate to your normal life. You know, mm. in normal life, when you meet someone, they might not be where you at in life, but you might learn a thing, uh, a thing or two from him. You know, mm. so that's what it helps me keep in that mindset. So I try to learn from everyone. I try not to look down or you know fight. I try to, yeah, basically I try to learn from anyone, whether be a kid, yeah. be a baby. Sometimes I look at my son and learn things from him. How he just live life so passionately and like not worry about anything, <laughs> then I I I say okay I sh- I should be like him you know, kind of like have that passion for just living you know. Sometimes we forget that being adults we don't have passion for living we just go through the day like okay coffee we yeah, go to work autopilot well. autopilot. So when I look at him like damn he's having like passion just like going out of the of the house. <laughs> so I kind of look at him. I, to, I should learn more like to be like him more. Uh-huh. So yeah I feel like, yeah. That growth mindset is very important mm. for like development. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so this next part actually, I want to go into um, like maybe mm. like very practical um, questions about like what a life is really like for like a professional fighter. So mm-hmm. if there are really anybody that's really watching this and they are really keen to, so I would say okay, let's start from um, like how do you even know if you are if you are really suitable for this. So I feel the the answer it's it comes from deep down, comes from within. You, okay. I mean, when you when you when you let's say give it a try, hmm. you deep down know whether it's for you or not. Obviously, it doesn't. You won't know immediately. It's not like an immediate effect. So you give it a try. If you kind of drawn to it, you will want to compete. You know, you have a competition feeling in you. Hmm. So once you go to a competition, how you deal with win and how you deal with losses. Hmm. That's deep down how, so how com- much it matters to you. No? Competitive, uh, competitiveness is. You think it's an important uh, uh, characteristic it, to have. To it is obviously to be a okay. successful like mixed martial athlete. You have to be competitive. You know, you have right. to want to win. You have to want to win every single day of your life. Not, mm. not even in, like, I feel not even in martial arts setting. If like I play if you see the person, I want to win. If I don't win, I'll feel. Oh, so you, you have that. You I have, have like, that. In, every, in everything I do in life. Right. If yeah. I don't win. I kind of get a bit like, okay. damn it, I have, so, have to find a way to So win. that's one flag. Like, I mean, there's, there's if you one have flag. That, if you, know. you know you have that in you, I mean, not necessarily martial arts, but mm. you might want Just to. Just that sense competition of competitiveness. Setting, uh, you will know, it's, you're kind of drawn to it. And then, obviously, once you try it, if you 
if you have but basically basically it comes down to passion mm. i feel if you have passion for it then it's for you okay let's say you have passion and you are competitive okay. right but let's say physically you are pff, you know but there's a bit of much you don't have to be the most fittest you don't have to be the most strongest uh, person mm. but as long as you're the most skilled you can beat everyone so you mm. could have yeah, like weight classes yeah, right? yeah, so. weight class and you can have like basic amount of strength have basic amount of endurance but if your skill level is so high that guy who's really strong really uh, uh, has, uh, a lot has a lot of cardio everything you will still win with your skill that's the beauty of martial right. art you don't really have to have the athletic capabilities of course athletic capabilities helps when the skill level are equal which now is very competitive so right now in in modern day settings you have to have a certain base of like let's say your aerobic work capacity yeah. you have to have athleticism a, la, right like basically norm, not athleticism at all like some people i know is the most unathletic are you serious fighters yeah, wow there is okay. a, i mean you see some fighters they have like a belly and oh, stuff yeah, yeah. you, you don't see so but they have to have a, some form of power you know mm. in some way mm. you know it's not because athleticism people think like okay you have to be like michael jordan you have to look like him you have to be like tall you have to be strong you have to be big you know and masha there's a lot of weight class and can kind of fit yourself in certain weight class and mm. you just have to have a re- relatively base strength base cardio right and then focus mostly on the skill all right so actually like what you're saying is that um don't get boxed up like say oh i'm not your typical big guy not typical yeah. muscular guy because i wasn't a typical muscular guy you know yeah. i was a typical you are now <laughs> now after 10 yeah. years of so after training, 10 years yeah, of hard yeah. training so you were like a scrawnier i was like 52 kilos my first fight was 56 and i couldn't the uh, my coach told me in order to fight i have to eat like uh i have to eat two meals before i step on the weighing scale so you can hit 56 yeah so i kind of force force fit so i can meet the requirement to fight so i was really skinny right so it's like this thin oh, and, and so yeah like no one that's why everyone like when they look back on my uh 10 years ago they were like how did you become like this you know they were like kind of puzzled yeah, it's amazing how much you can do if you commit yourself to something yeah i feel just like commitment and just like small uh let's say small over time you know small increment over time right mm. i put in the work one day i win each day so you look at it, Okay, today did I did do everything I got? Do I give it my all? And then you look another day, another day. And then another do day. You win the day. Do you win that day? Yeah, you win, win the day, day. Like right. Oh. After a while, ten years ago, then I mean, I still haven't won one. And you won ten you, years. You, you won 10 more years, wins than losses. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah then more you're wins. And you have more overall. You have more wins than losses, and they kind of builds up to the person you are, right? Hmm. And of course, you want to strive to be better. So hmm. trying to win more days. And yeah, just see where life takes me. Right? Okay, so let's say they have all that three three things, right? Mm. Okay, and then they have a base fitness everything. What should they do next? Okay, fine. This is you have to find a good gym. I mm. feel very important. Okay. The if a you coach, recommend evolve, right? I mean, of course. I mean, yeah. like in in Singapore setting, there's no there's no other gym that you can get everything. Mm. Like you can get like uh, your strike striking specialists over yeah. there wrestling grappling yeah. specialists brazilian jiu-jitsu all the way from brazil mm. so yeah there's no other gym in singapore so yeah definitely you know evolve will be my number one recommendation and i would just like I say give it give it a try and if you have a good team behind you the more likely you'll succeed because when you first start you won't have a team right? when you first start you're yeah. like just going to the gym for like open classes and yeah you when know. you first start you don't have a team but then you have to 
or make your way up yeah. to how the do you thing. how do you make your way up so there's always different levels right mm. so first you're beginner so maybe you start beginner class then you go to intermediate class then mm. when you go advanced class you you start sparring and then once you start sparring when your coach thinks you're ready to compete you compete you compete in novice amateur and then after years of years competing novice amateur then if you decided to go pro then you go pro mm. that's when you have a professional setting yeah. of team so initially it will be more of your own accord with the coaches that will support you you know mm. but in an amateur because <coughs> amateur and novice setting it's not like oh you have to you have to do this you have to do that because mm. it's on your own accord because it's not your career right so it's like almost like your pastime still mm. once you go professional it's not pastime anymore it is your job you know? mm. it is your job so you have to do it professionally that's a yeah. that's a that's a difference so you're getting paid for it So yeah, so if you take the amateur novice setting, novice amateur seriously, and if you train consistently on your own accord, then when you finally made it pro team, then you have like a strong team, professional setting team behind you, and mm. that's where you can advance. So your a lot career. of self discipline, lah, because like nobody's gonna push and you. You're gonna push have you. to push yourself. Because like it's not, like, it's not like in school, like everyone has to do MMA. <laughs> it's not like MMA is like it's up to your own accord. So right. if you really want, you have to put in the work yourself. No one's going to say, do you train today? Mm. Or do you not train today? When you have to have that own integrity in your in yourself. Mm. So but when do you think it's like a good age to start? And when do you think it's like, yeah, too old? I say la, forget too, it, forget it. Good age to start. <laughs> if I would have a choice, I would start at like a four. Okay, like in, basically like, whenever you can whenever, start. Whenever, as long as you can move, throw a punch. I will, the younger you start the better because as children who are the greatest learner children are mm, the greatest yeah. learner we they pick up things very fast the coordination is like way better than mm. adults trying to learn new stuff yeah. so yeah when you pick as you pick up as a kid it becomes more natural for you it becomes easier so if you like a parents if you just want to introduce them to martial art, you send them to like muay thai bjj classes kids classes it's mm. fine right? they play games yeah. they learn martial art, they interact with friends it's good interaction with other kids so yeah. they build that kind of social interaction yeah. hand eye coordination hand-eye everything also yeah, it'll help them great, even yeah. they're not, not going to be athlete but they just say like, it'll help yeah. it'll help them in the in the long run mm. so if if they are passionate drawn drawn into it they will pick up really fast and uh. they can go into the competi- competition right. setting really soon yeah right. so someone's interested then you should start immediately like basically yeah, if, okay. if you're interested you put the work in so the few things if you're interested put the work in and over time you can reap the reward so over time then you will see or oh, it pays off mm. it, the effects are not immediate you know it's not it's not like you drink a milkshake you feel good right away <laughs> yeah. it's like eating <laughs> it's like eating chicken breast and salad over Two three years, then you see the results in your body. Yeah. It's like that kind of effect, no? Mm. It's not. Uh, it's like not instant gratification. 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 Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the if if you have that kind of mind, okay, I want to be a certain the, the way I am in five years time, but you know it starts with that small process. So mm. you kind of uh, remind yourself, okay, let's go to the gym, show up at the gym daily, daily in, day out. Eventually, you reach to the area. Mm. Yeah. So what? What about like a what? At what age? Like let's say if someone only found like martial art when they are thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Let's say like, oh, you know. Like, yeah, it's but too late, also, like, also it's not. It's never too late. Obviously, it's. It's, it's never too late. Fifty. Too late. It's never too late know, yeah. to pick up martial art. Right. But to fight professionally. To fight professionally, professionally, obviously there's a time span, right? People, uh, I mean, above forty. The prime is usually. Thirty, yeah, thirty-five. Like you see a lot of world world champions, they'll be like twenty-eight to thirty-five. Yeah, twenty-eight to thirty-five. That kind of that's the prime, right? The prime because mm. that's where knowledge, 
plus athletic abilities mm. plus they pick at like that's the pick yeah plus basically. experience because mar- yeah, martial is not just like running a hundred meter sprint it's not just purely physical it's a lot you know it's a lot the mental side of it the skill part of it mm. the experience mm. and some, dealing with someone punching in your face yeah so it's very yeah. chaotic there's a lot of yeah a lot of aspects so that's why the prime is a bit later for martial arts mm. and yeah if you want to do it as hobby any age but if you want to do it like professionally i would say even if you're 20 it's not too late you just do, if you put but if you're 20 the only thing you got to do you got to put more time and more effort into mm. it now because people are going to be starting at four yeah people right? start so you this kind of catch up you have to do so right. so 20 to, is already at like a like a tight tight schedule tight schedule yeah. and you want to find instructors that are legit there's also a lot and like not, not legit, legit instructor yeah. because you don't want to be wasting your time. You really. Yeah. But how how do you how do you recognize a legit and a non-legit trainer? Like uh, see, look, like right now because of Google search everything, right? It's a modern <laughs> era. So yeah. Google search, do background information, and and ask people actually ask uh people who have gone into the gym, how's their experience? Yeah, but it's hard to ask people because like who do you know? I mean, there is like only a few professional fighters, right? So. Like how do you like who whose word are you gonna take to see if a gym is legit or like a trainer is legit? Like even a good fighter might not be a good trainer or so how do you like like if I am like someone and I really wanna find a good gym and a good trainer, like sometimes it feels like it's hard to, to even like start when you don't know anything. Do you know anything? So I would say Try. 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 Yeah, <laughs> the word is it's okay, life is very I mean, it's hard it's not it's not perfect answer to it. It's mm. not like you go the you go this route you you confirm be, correct. Confirm correct, you know? <laughs> it's try and error. So yeah. even though your age I mean you just see the odds, you know, okay, the odds are this gym uh, it's bad they produce more fighters, they have more professional fighters mm. fighting for them, they are more world champions, etc etc. Then obviously you're gonna go to that gym because the odds of being world champion, you surround yourself mm. or at least you know that's a legit place to Yeah legit to place start, you yeah. surround yourself with the best, you eventually become the best. And then the other gym that it's uh never produce anything and bad reviews etc mm. etc et then you kind of make that conclusion for yourself you can go try both and see where it fits where you, you feel yeah. about it yeah the good thing is actually gyms are not that um pricey to, and they're not pricey yeah. and also most gyms they, they do free trials oh, and yeah. stuff so, so yeah, right. yeah, try. Definitely. okay great okay so let's say okay let's say they do it and then they do get to a professional can we get to like what's your life really like like as in like um daily, i mean if you yeah like your daily, daily it sounds damn nice like oh what, in the ring fighting and everything but like what is the kind of workload that yeah what's your life what's your training okay, so like, like what's your every year you get different because every year like i said every year you have to constantly be progressing pro- pro- progressing in your life right mm. so this year i would say it's like my most like the best year I could create a kind of routine. Okay. So like I've kind of like read about like successful people. I also read like not only athletes, like businessmen. Yeah. And of course, I feel successful traits. You know, in every area you have to. I feel like we're reading a lot of the same stuff. Maybe I'm probably <laughs> reading all the same stuff. Uh, okay. Continue. All that like people will be ashamed of reading a self-help book, right? But actually, yeah. you can learn yeah, a lot of things from that. Yeah, you learn a lot from. But I learn a lot of things. So like, so I what I noticed that they always kind of have a good morning routine. You know? good morning routine they kind of have the mindset okay you win the morning and the rest of the day will be smooth mm. so i kind of focus put that into my routine so i wake up morning i try to not use my phone in the morning so i'm still trying to do it consistently so some days you know i still i'm not yeah. perfect you know? it's not easy to keep up with that it's a process certain, it's a process but i'm improving the fact is i'm improving i'm trying trying to do it each day so that's for me that's 
where I see uh, it's a process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I try not the so first hour, no phone or anything. Try to try to read, try to drink a lot of water, and try to eat eat a breakfast, and I do a bit of meditation. Mm. And then like, yeah, I start my day. Also like do some like kind of uh, gratitude uh, meditation. You know, like, oh yeah. Kind of uh, thinking what's good in my positive, life. Positive, uh, positive. Put positive, yourself in the positive, oh, positive state. state yeah. uh, so once I put myself in a positive state, mm. then I go out and I go train. Nine o'clock is my first training session. Okay. So I wake up seven, do all those, and go to train nine o'clock, nine to ten thirty. My first training session at Evolve MMA, mm. and then I have a short break from eleven to two. So that's why I eat. I take a nap, but I mean, being a dad, you don't get naps. Oh, you don't. Yeah, yeah. No, breaks, <laughs> no breaks. So basically, I go eat, play with the kid, play with the kid. That's my rest, mm. and then I go back to the gym, train another two hours, and then same thing. I have uh, some, I refuel my body, and then I write certain tasks per day what I got to do. Mm. So I go and do that task. And also spend time with my family, mm. and then if I have school at night, I'll do my school at oh, night. I still have school. So seven, oh, ten is like lecture or something. But if I don't have school, I'll spend more, more time. family, and just have dinner and just kind of chill out. Mm. So roughly about four hours of workout every yeah, training, four. seven so days a week. Four hours, six days a week. Six days a week. This way we do. Okay. Sunday we rest, mm-hmm. but generally I don't really rest. I do like active rest. Right, so right, it's not right. tiring. I mean, it's not straining on the body. It's just like moving and just, just to like get a little okay. sweat, you know. So, so I mean, for a professional fighter, you basically have to be very ready for a very disciplined, um, yeah, yeah. routine lifestyle. Yeah, discipline. I feel, but that, but if you already training martial arts for, because be, before you become a professional fighter, you'll be training for a long time. So through martial arts, you learn that discipline. So the discipline comes normal to you. Like you look at me, oh, such a disciplined life. But it just Normal. It's like if I don't be disciplined like that, I will feel my life is going haywire. Mm. I will feel out of place. Mm. So like even yesterday, I had my friend birthday party. I mean, once in a while, occasion you can't avoid that because it's my close friend. I have to celebrate yeah. with him. So I went out. I slept late at two two thirty a.m. But I felt so uncomfortable. Like even today, like, you know, I just like I know I'm off the routine. I, yeah. I didn't win the morning. Yeah. You know? was, the momentum, was, the pacing yeah, is just was, off. I was not right? productive. So like I was like, okay, just one time, in, once in few months, you know. That's where I kind of mm. only occasions is when I let myself okay to so cannot don't sleep late like sleep yeah, yeah. early sleep, rest sleep well time, rest well your your diet very um, my diet wouldn't say I will, recently I got a sports nutritionist on board oh, so nice. I wouldn't say to normal people it wouldn't be strict I would say but oh, if to a I normal eat, person because yeah. because I have to have like uh, x amount of calories I burn a lot throughout the day so yeah. my calorie intake is about three thousand five and that's a lot. <sighs> Three thousand five hundred. Yeah, that's a lot. And oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And like, let's say when when I train, I need like uh, fast acting cups. You know, mm. like people recommend maybe eat like whole grain bread or yeah. like uh, roll oats, but yeah. eat cereal. Slow like release. Honey slow release. I eat honey stars and then go sugary to sugary cereal. Stuff, to, yeah. But because I need to train, I need to expand the energy. Mm. And then in between training session, I eat like white rice and uh, I try to get lean meat. Like my lean chicken, uh, lean beef, mm. etc., and then after training, I can kind of put in the calories back. I don't have to be so strict on it, but I try to eat from as healthy as possible, as uh, minimal processed as possible. Mm. But I don't. I have no like. I it's not like I do not eat ice cream. It's not like 
Right. I do not eat snacks. Right. I, I don't have Yeah, because be the output is so heavy that yeah. actually the, the calories are not that detrimental. Yeah. At the end of the day, for me, it's just my own belief. I feel if you if you are in your calorie, like, let's say, if you're in, if you put on a certain X amount of calories, if mm. you put in X amount, yeah. you will not be detrimental to your health. To your health, basically. So, I feel I go by that kind of simple rule of concept. Right. Like logic, right? Logic, right? By like, logic, like, I don't like a small bowl of honey star is not gonna destroy everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? So as long as I burn it, it's not mm. it's not uh, bad for my health. Mm. So mm. so yeah, so that's what I focus on. So it's not overly strict for my diet. Okay. But my routines are strict, like you know, like okay, I train after train. I make sure I always do something that will let's say bring me forward in life. You know, mm. that like the tasks I set up myself, mm. I will learn something maybe about martial art skills. You know. Mm such tutorials mm. or maybe read a s- particular self-help book you know mm. or something that will improve me the next day yeah. you know? so Some it's a lot of uh, psychological work as psychological well as work, physical I feel, work yeah. right. so a lot now I'm paying attention to it you know? like, I'm not, I don't want to be stuck uh, mentally I don't want to be like okay I'm improving physically but mentally I'm like way behind you know? right. I want to be improving physically and mentally as well right wow mm. and you're only 25 wow yeah, so like, can't like, wait man. can't wait to be 35 and see uh, what the ooh. effects because I know but only like the mentally part I recently started like uh, especially the circuit breaker helps me a lot think a lot yeah because it gives you it suddenly gives you have the time the time yeah you I, I realised I was neglecting that mental wow. side of it and it's like that learning in Learning in education. Oh, that's another education, level, man. Edu- yeah, yeah, education setting and in self development self se- setting. Yeah. And I feel a lot of people just do a shame on on self development. I think. I think it's a. It's. I. I think maybe it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Maybe, but I. I think I'm pretty sure in the Western countries it's not like self help yeah, yeah. is not. But I don't know why. Like when I like even my teachers like yeah. say, "Why you reading this? We should read." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I get that also, but yeah. I also do feel there's there's this new wave. That like it's becoming norm yeah, and people are because it's I mean there's no denying that it helps you. It does help. Yeah. Ridiculous amount of it gives so much value, right? Mm. And a lot of these people are really really smart and they come from a very good place. Mm. So and they give you basically they give you blueprints, you know, yeah. how to be successful in life. And so it's a bit stupid if we we don't take their blueprints yeah. out. You know, obviously not everything will work for us. Yeah. Like out of the book, maybe one thing worked for me, but. Yeah. Hey, if you get one thing from one a thing book, book, that's yeah. a win, man. Yeah, yeah, it is a win. So like, that's that's how I kind of look at it. So like, I I know like right now I wouldn't see the effects right away, but in ten years, you know, I will yeah. I will definitely see the effects. So like, I always look like the. So you're very patient, of, la, I'm very patient. Right? Oh, you're really that's very mature for for your age. Right? <laughs> I, <don't know>. I <laughs> wish I was this mature when I was twenty five. That's why I say I feel <laughs> so a bit old. Right? That's great, bro. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> no, but 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 yeah, but so that's why because I want. I look at my life and I w- what I want to achieve and what I want to be. I want to have able. I want to have like financial freedom by I'm like 35, 40. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to struggle. You know. I grew up middle class family, so I mean, it wasn't like a. I mean, we're not struggling for anything. We're still able to put food on the table, but it's not like we can spend whatever we want. Yeah. You know. I want just. I just. just I just want financially my dreams. Financially comfortable, comfortable. So comfortable. They don't really have to worry about it. Yeah. If it I anymore. want to like travel, I just go travel. If I want to buy. Nice car, I just buy a nice car. It's just that kind of one of my goals. Obviously, it's not. I don't focus on that goal, but not like Conor McGregor kind. Yeah, money. Yeah, it's just not yeah. my style. Yeah, but but yeah, it's. But that's my, actually. I mean, that is actually a very. That's a possibility as well. It is right? possibility, yeah. but that's why. That's why also like, I feel I have to work in other areas as well because mm. I know, fighting is after thirty five. After thirty five, I have to, have to have a, a good Another, amount of knowledge yeah. and also how to spread information and. 
Like, I can talk about finances. I think like when it comes to career choices, a lot of parents are also very worried about this. Right? Mm-hmm. When they think of like a, 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 a sports career, they'll be like, oh, you're going to be living in my house for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, you're exactly. going to be living like with very minimal pay and everything. What actually is um, like, um, like a professional fighter's uh, uh, pay. I, I understand that, like, like yeah. a lot of spectrum, it, like it, entertainment it, it as well, right? Like. So it's it's like the winner take all kind of. You know, like Conor McGregor are making okay. hundreds of millions, okay. tens of millions, but like the bottom ten percent or like the average, what 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 ballpark are we looking at? Actually, I would say like for MMA, obviously, you have to be good in order to have like a good living. You have to be the top, top, top tier. You know, top tier. So and once, I, you know, I think it's not people think of. If you look at MMA or in sport as well, in everything in life, you know, if you're bad at it, you will not. But not even really more made. so for for like like sports and entertainment, they are very high stakes. Yeah, it is career. high stakes because there's like okay, if you're like the elite, you make tons of money, and if you're not good, you don't make as much. So I mean, there is a risk factor, mm-hmm. but that's the beauty of the sport. That's 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 the, the risk of that you're like being yourself like an actor, right? Yeah. If you're a good actor, you make a lot of money. If you're really bad. You have to go through audition. You're not very hard to get audition. You know, mm. like it's also it's a risk factor. But you knowingly going the career because you want to make tons of money, yeah. and you're willing to take the risk. So that's individual, right? Mm. I mean, like as parents, obviously parents will not like the idea of risk. And what I I can't really advise parents, but all I got to do is just like do what your son wants instead of do what you want. You know, a lot of parents do mm. what. They want instead of do what listen listen to your kid and mm. listen what they want to do. But but you uh I mean I'm sorry to press you on this but like if it, like is there let's say like you're the bottom ten percent of the professional uh, yeah or you're like let's say you're an average yeah. average fighter that you're still working your way up. Yeah. What 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 kind of uh like payment are we looking at? What kind of salary? I don't know if it's salary a fight fight um, fight purse. I don't know. But are we looking at? I mean, can we, if you if you yeah. live a modest life, you can. I mean, you can. You like locally? Yeah, locally. If you, you live, can? live a modest life, okay. I mean, and you're still uh, living your parents, and you know, you still can you can survive, and you know, it wouldn't last forever. Like I was like the normal tier, right? Mm-hmm. Fighters. I I knew it wouldn't last forever. It's gotta put in more work. As you need to move up. Yeah, from and if level. you have to put on the side job, do it. I mean, it's just part of the process, you know. It's part of the process. Nothing to be ashamed of it, and eventually, if you put the good work and the smart work, the hard work, everything mm. will come together one day if you have that belief as well, you know. Mm. So like I say, trust the process and it will come. And obviously, it's not, in life in general, it's not easy, you know. Like, at the start, you have to struggle a lot. Like, yeah. you struggle. Even now, I'm still, still, I would say, it's a it's constant struggle. I feel, you know, every, every level is a struggle. Even if you're the elite, there is a struggle in the elite, you know. Mm. Even no matter how rich you are, there is a struggle. There's rich people problems. There's poor people problems. There are still problems, you know. We still have to address it. So, so yeah, it's, you you have you won't to, starve to death, lah. Basically, you won't starve to you death, lah. This is what I was saying. You'll be you know, able to you still can to sustain. That's why I enjoyed my life. I I never felt I never enjoyed my life because one thing, you know, grateful is like you do what you love every day, you know. You don't have to go into the job like oh yeah, I must get through the day mm. like seven of my seven hours of my day wasted, mm. you know. You get to spend each each moment kind of with like passion, love, and joy, you know, mm. and that that kind of uh, happiness you can't really get, even though you get a high, slightly higher paying job, but you hate what you're doing every day. You'll be more mis- miserable than the guy doing what he loves mm. and getting half among what the guy gets. You know, like talking to, you, I always felt like um, 
you have a very Singaporean, very reserved kind of aura to you. Mm. But you are actually in a career that, like I was, we were just saying, mm. like, like the top fighters now, they make hundreds of millions. Yeah. And, and that is not, that is a possibility for you. Mm. Like, do you actually have that kind of mindset? Like, like hey, that's something I can become? Or yeah, does I mean, it still like, to you as a Singaporean feels like, I know lah, know lah, I'm going to do what, what my job is and then, Definitely not because uh, like if you, I'll take picture one day so you like on my bedroom it's like I put a vision board ah. and that vision board. Ah, vision board. No, like, <laughs> it might sound like cringy. No, it's not cringy. cringy what, but yeah. I'm just saying it's not cringy. I don't I don't care what people think. So, like, exactly. Yeah. I do do what makes me feel right. Yeah, so, so what's on your vision board? I put like like vision board. I put like a big house by the beach view, like a big oh. kind of villa house, and I, and one of the vision boards is like stacks of money, like unlimited amount of money. Right. And so. The, even though I'm like from Singapore, like a reserve mindset, yeah. I have like huge dream. I feel the goal should be like, out of the picture, like yeah. people will think you're crazy, you know? That's, meant, that's what dreams are for, right? Because yeah. I, I feel also like- So you are really gunning for that, like I the really, biggest superstar. I am really gunning, world. like I want to be, I like a billionaire, no, I, forget, I, I don't want to be a millionaire, like billionaire, I want to, that's why I'm like reading a lot of like books, like, I want to be like leader in the future and stuff, so mm. eventually, I mean, most, I, when I tell people this, you know, this is so funny because people just like kind of like huh, laugh, you know. But it just yeah, they laugh, but they don't know how close you are to where yeah, yeah, actually. Just, I know because I know I'm doing every day. I'm like if I'm doing certain, I'm moving in certain directions, keeps me one step closer. Mm. And then I also see like if, let's say if I don't achieve it, I set a high standard for myself. Mm. Even though I get rich half of that, I'll still be a multi-millionaire. So you know, I see in that sense, you know. But I'm gunning to be. To reach that goal, right? So like, I have like, yeah, big dreams, and I have like, like big, huge, like, dreams, like from a like Singapore perspective, like it's almost impossible to achieve, but it is possible. I believe it's possible, and nice. I would like to, I would like to show everyone that one day, if I achieve, you know, maybe I come come talk to you, and we'll see about it. Yeah, wow, would be my pleasure, I mean, that's this more my my dream. Everyone can, whether they they believe it or not it doesn't really yeah. matter it's all my personal my personal no but do you realize like even for us um especially i think this is a maybe an asian culture mm. southeast asian culture thing like we have big dreams but we feel like Scared embarrassed to, to share, to share. It. yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, know people asking you like, oh you're still very reserved about it i think for me as well you know i tell people like like i want to be working with like the biggest uh yeah. producers and directors yeah. i want to be at the oscars they'll be like uh, i feel so like yeah, yeah, I say, yeah, I say to yeah. say, I feel like I'm very, I'm very cocky or whatever. And I think that has to go because, yeah, it's like, like it's, it's a, yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't mean that if I don't get there, I'm a loser. It just means that this is something I believe I can do. My, I believe my potential mm. can get there. And I think we should, we should all collectively be yeah, very open and supportive of that. You know, yeah, yeah it doesn't make you a cocky person just because mm. you have big dreams. Just makes you like setting a high standard for yourself, basically. You know, and people, some people who that. People who don't want you to achieve it, they will. I will tend to mock at you, because they, they, they themselves, they, they, they don't have big dreams. So I feel they want to kind of stoop you to their level. No? They want to. They want you to forget about dreams so that you guys are in the same mindset. No? So I feel that, that culture has to go away. People have to be backing each other. If like you, you tell me about dream, I tell you about your dreams. We should like be supportive and positive mm. and kind of fuel each other for each other's dream. No? For sure. And like. So, so friends are important, you know? If your friends are dragging you down, get rid of them. Your friends should be fueling you for your dreams. If you're like telling, oh, I'm one step closer, I did this, I learned something new. And they share what you learned something new. Because uh, once you learn something, if you, share, if you teach someone, you retain it twice as fast. 
is the saying, right? So yeah, I believe you know sharing with your peers and yeah, motivating each other. You have to have that kind of support. It just just add that advantage, right? So I feel like find your friends is important as a surround yourself with for the the positive, cheery kind of group. Yeah, really. Like keep you accountable. Accountable, and, and, yeah. It's yeah. I feel that's really important that people don't overlook at it. Yeah. Okay. So when 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 will we be fighting next? I have no dates have right no now, idea. but hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully this I, year. Hopefully, I, I hope to fight this year. You know, I, I'm really eager for it. I feel I've made a lot of improvement, uh, physically and psychologically as well. Yeah, so, I'm very excited to see you so, now. Eh. I yeah, think like so you, it almost feels like you level different, up. Different, right? Yeah. I feel like you, you talking to me, I just feel like a different person. I feel you know, like, I feel different as well. No, I feel like, like I say, like I just unlock something in me. So I'm just excited to show excited. everyone. <sighs> okay, awesome, man. All right, I'll see you in your next fight. Hopefully, I can be there. Yeah, I can't be there. I'll be on TV, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, man. Thanks. Okay.